Welcome, everybody, to the Straight A's podcast, your source for all things related to independent schools. For those of you that have been following us long for a while, you know that we have been pushing out a lot of content from our time on location at the National Association of Independent Schools People of Color Conference in Seattle. We've taken a break from all that as we've taken a break from many things as the world has come to a bit of a standstill in these last few weeks. We didn't feel like it was the time for us to be pushing a bunch of new content out. We're going to return to that series from Seattle soon. But in the meantime, we're getting back at it with this episode and maybe a few more episodes that are dealing with our current reality of COVID-19 and how we're handling that ourselves and how we're handling that in our students. Uh, I am Abe Waymiller, one of our podcast co-hosts. With me today is Mr. Andre Withers. Dre, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Good to be back on the pod. And Mr. Art Hall. Art, how are you? I am feeling much, much better. Um, and I think more more of that or about that as we get more into the pod this, yes. uh, today. Yes, indeed. We're going we're gonna to get some some frontline experiences from Mr. Hall uh, as, as we get into our discussion today. Uh, Amani Reed, our fourth co-host, is not with us today. He may be popping in a little bit later, as is the case with a lot of things we're doing these days. Uh, things are, are coming about rapidly, um, and, and so he was unable to make this call here today, but we're, we're hoping he joins us later. I want to start out before we get into the meat of our discussion just with an acknowledgement of the impact uh, that COVID-19 has uh, has had on our communities and I know likely has had on our number of listeners. Uh, so some of you may have experienced uh, lives lost or significant Ill- illnesses from those who are close to you. Uh, some of you are close to healthcare workers who are out there on the front lines and we want to acknowledge all the contributions that they and others who are out in the community doing great work on all our behalves are doing. Uh, we know there's been a significant unemployment factor as, a, as it relates to COVID-19, and we want to acknowledge that that's going on. And, and there's also just the function of all of us out there who are worried and anxious about the unknown and what comes next. And so knowing that all of that's out there, we felt it was important to acknowledge that at the beginning of this conversation, knowing that oftentimes when we get into conversation as a group, uh, it tends to turn to what we often refer to as the whatnot uh, and, 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 uh, and tends to get a bit lighthearted and just know that as we get into that for the three of us or the four of us as Imani joins for us, that's, that's actually a coping mechanism. Uh, we rely heavily on each other uh, for support through times like these. And one of the ways that we do that is just by a little bit of cutting up. Um, so even as we get into this serious situation and, uh, and, and talk more in depth about it, you're likely to hear some of that today. Um, so I want to start out just by asking the two of you, and, and maybe Andre will start with you, and then Art will yeah. get into a response. Just tell us about how you're doing and and how are you managing these new realities that we're facing today, both personally and professionally? How are yeah. you coping and what's getting you through? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, on the professional front, one of the things, I guess there's two things that I'm trying to be mindful of and practice on a daily basis. Uh, the leader in me wants to try my best to look at um, what's happening as um, difficult as it is 
um, to also be looking for the opportunity. Uh, we've been talking a lot um, in all of our schools um, about things like innovation and things like change um, and being ready for uncertainty. Um, and it's here. So not only do we need to think about how we get through it, but I'm trying to be the one who helps people recalibrate and look at the opportunity um, in every one of our circumstances and every one of our departments and so on. So that's one thing. The other uh, that I keep trying to um, tell myself is um, getting really comfortable with the idea of saying, I don't know. Um, and for the longest time, I think that that's been a, uh, a phrase that I was hesitant to use, um, not wanting to appear either unpre unprepared or ill-informed. Um, but I think with so much uncertainty, um, there certainly are a lot of questions coming from all of our constituencies. And at every turn, um, I'm both able to say, I don't know, as well as we're, we're on that. Um, you know, we'll, 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 we'll put that on the list of things to talk through. On a personal level, um, you know, uh, trying to find routine is hard. Uh, trying to find structure is hard. Um, a number of Zoom calls that we're all on day in and day out certainly helps. Um, but the juggle is certainly different um, with, uh, with, with the ankle biters running around and, um, you know, trying to do it all from home, um, have, trying to do some self-care and all that. One of the biggest things that's getting me through it, though, on a personal level, um, these Instagram live sessions with some of these DJs from around the country. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff does an Instagram live. DJ D Nice does an Instagram live and just does these awesome play set, uh, playlists um, all for like hours, um, a couple of days a week. So on a personal level, you know, I'm trying my best to, to kind of, you know, uh, keep dancing, uh, keep grooving, um, and, uh, you know, getting some humor out of some of the gifts and memes on social media. Uh, that's always helpful, but those are my, those are my thoughts on the kind of the personal and professional ways in which I'm trying to manage. Um, and it's probably not unlike a lot of us out there. Yeah. And kudos to D nice, right. For adapting what he does to Instagram live. Exactly. Right? Like, I mean, cause if you had talked to him back in the day, say, what do you, what do you think about doing a set on this social media platform? No, mm, right. that's not what I do. That's not what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that, that actually doesn't exist in more. Right, right, decades, right. right, so, right. Art, what about you, professionally and personally? How, how are you getting through? Well, I'll just start on the professional side. I think, you know, one, can I hire a Way Miller to bring me out? Like he brought out this pod today. <laughs> no. Bring him out, bring him out. Man. Like, every meeting. Want, every meeting. I want a Way Miller to bring me out like that. Like my That's actually how I start every meeting at work. Yeah. Just like, like that. Like right when somebody says, yeah, but has Art thought about this? And we're like, look, he's thought about that. And this, that, and the other. Blah, blah. <laughs> right. It's, it's like you it. always say, Art, yeah. everybody needs a good hike. Man, that's everybody right. Everybody needs a good hype, but that was even right. more than a hype, man. That was that was <laughs> that was like presidential in and of itself. Right He's there. an MC. He's a coach. oh my gosh, no man. Uh, professionally, it's um, you know it's been kind of a, a weird existence for me because I started off with this notion similar to what Jay Dre was saying, um, you know, being in Zoom meetings and kind of just thinking along the lines of. How we're gonna how we're gonna manage all of this? How we're gonna play all of this? Uh, 
And then the professional took a sharp turn and professional and personal stepped in like, you know, hey, I got the virus. And uh, it's a unique situation in which, uh, you know, I had to go to the hospital. Uh, it's been a total of, what, six days in the hospital. Um, you know, I was just telling somebody today that uh, I've, I'm so happy that I was on the front end of it because I didn't have the back end or the middle end, I guess, where it depends on where we, we see ourselves as a society and, and, and how we're moving through this of all the, you know, respirator debate. And I mean, I was, I was just in there um, and just wanting to, to get out, you know, so, and not necessarily think about the, and not necessarily think about all of the the issues around, you know, um, trying to get healthy other than just being healthy. So, I mean, as we get, you know, as we get into the podcast a little bit more, we certainly can talk about, you know, my episode, but, uh, for me, it has taken on a whole different um, meaning in terms of health, in terms of friendship, in terms of um, you know how I feel about my family, um, all the way down to just financials. The other day, I was talking to somebody on the phone, and Paula said something. And they were like, "Well, they want to know how much it costs." I said, "Tell them it's on me." <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm buying for the rest of my life. I'm it's, it's my treat for the rest of my life. <laughs> happy to be here. Does happen to be alive, right? That would be alive. So, uh, no, but it's good. And, and like Andre said, I mean, if it's not music, it's laughter. If it's not laughter, then a lot of it is just uh, understanding that that you know there are people out there who are struggling on the real with this. Yeah, and. Uh, and, and, and I've been through it. I've come out on the other side, but my, I, mean, I don't want to sound cliche, but really my thoughts and prayers to anybody who's even remotely connected to this, um, this, this virus. Well, and I think it, I think it goes without saying that we are, we're great. We're grateful that you made it to the other side, man. We were all worried about you and straight A's wouldn't be straight A's and the Hall family wouldn't be the Hall family without you. So yeah. Yeah, man. We're getting ready to shut this whole thing down, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's We're like crap. you know, it was a it was a it was a good you know eighteen month run. It's a good run, <laughs> but, it, but it is no more. Like, what no happened to that podcast that the brothers was doing? With hey, the- nope, 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 nope. All right, your 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 wife sent my mother a video the other day that then she sent along to me. Of, uh, of of you couldn't tell whether you were um, you were uh, cleaning off one of your old LPs or doing the dishes in the kitchen. But, oh, uh, but, you had some, but you had some Tony 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 on in the background. <laughs> and she said, "Yeah, yeah, I think Art's back. I think, I think Art's back." So, it is good. It is good to have you back. Like, oh man, thank you, thank you. Good to good to be all with all of you. And I know that this has been one of those situations that really. Uh, that causes you, but by extension, all of us is to have a, a lot of perspective. Yeah. On things, a lot of perspective on things. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the pod now joining us, Mr. Amadi Reed. Mr. Reed, how are you? Well, you know, uh, it is good to be here, and I'm sorry to be a little bit late, but I was. it was the perfect timing to slip in because all I was thinking was Flavor Flav shut him down. So I was going to come in. <laughs> and, and just try to serenade the group. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, you know, it is it is great to be back. It's great to be connected with you guys. There, there's so much about isolation right now 
And you know, it feels like not only is every day Monday, but every day is really a new struggle. So um, I am grinning ear to ear to see the three of you on my on my screen, and uh, really happy to be to be back in the pod. Yeah, man. Yeah, back in, well, back in the lab. There you go. Yeah. Well, mine tell us a little bit about because this is the question I just posed to Dre and to Art. Um, just tell us about personally and professionally how you, how are you coping with the isolation with the current realities? What's getting you through all this? Um, I think that um, I don't know that I'm coping well, and I don't know that I'm getting through. I think the upside here is that um, I've been able, and my family has been able to stay healthy. But what I'm learning is every single interaction is is emotional, right? And so mm. people have fears, people have have real things that they are afraid of, and it gets compounded. So the stakes are really, really high. Yeah. Um, and and so when you're caring for people and the educational future of their child and just making sure that tomorrow is going to be okay, we are in multiple layered conversations all the time that are just ripe for misunderstanding and, yeah. and ripe for um, really hurt feelings, uh, yeah. frankly, as we as we go through it. So um, we are here in, in New York City, which is one of the, uh, of course, epicenters right now. And yeah, and they're comparing this to, to the reaction to nine 11. Mm-hmm. There have been more New Yorkers who passed in this, in this pandemic than did during that time. And I live, um, near a college campus. I live near a hospital. I, I live near where a new field hospital will be built by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so we don't see people on the streets. We just hear sirens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what does that mean when you are five and having this experience? Um, we are trying to help families figure all of that out. Yeah, um, on a day-to-day basis, I'm I'm also managing a lot more Zoom time than I had. Uh, figure out how to keep my my family fed and my 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 spirits high, but I don't I don't know that I'm, I have it right yet. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think anybody's got it right yet. I mean. Um, you know, you, you go out, you, you see some people who got masks on, you see some people who walk around like, what virus? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, and that's the thing too, right? Is what's right today. You don't know if that's going to be right tomorrow. And it's that uncertainty that I think yeah. is so mm-hmm. challenging for everybody and brings that, that worry and that anxiousness and that fear into, as Amani was saying, every interaction that we have and you know as educators you're again you're you're managing that for your schools and for all your students and in leadership positions you're managing that for your faculty and staff right and and then you're having to remember to manage that stuff for yourself and and your family and i think Mm -hmm. that's an important piece that that we're all having to figure out i you know i've felt um and this is art where the perspective piece comes in like i've i've just I try to not I try not to use that word blessed a lot because I feel like in this social media era where yeah. like I'm blessed to get an offer from such and such a school, right? right? right we just right. we see that too much. But I've been thinking a lot about that word as I've tried to keep things in perspective around me. And I think about the fact that I'm gainfully employed. And I think about the fact that my family is healthy and I've had this um this really unusual or unexpected 
blessing of uh, an 18 month old that wakes up every morning. Like there is no global pandemic. That's right. Right. And just says, this is my parents are both home and what are we going to do today? Yeah. Right? <laughs> what am I going to discover today? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know, and that's, uh, we pulled, we pulled her out of daycare two weeks ago. And even though her daycare is still open, just because we felt like that was the safest option for us. And yeah, it's made it hard. We're, we're challenged by the reality of two parents working from home and juggling zoom meetings and, mm-hmm. and, and having to work childcare into that. But, but that's just been, a, a, that, that actually is in, in the end, I think what's, what's keeping me going or what's yeah. sustaining me is having that, that fresh perspective of look, the world is the world is still a great place as far as I'm concerned through right. this 18 months old eyes. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you're, as you're talking, one of the things I'm thinking about too, is that we're, we're not going to go back to business as normal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're, we're also adjusting to a new reality in a new moment. Um, I, it makes perfect sense to, to pull your child out of daycare and, I wonder what the future is of that daycare program. Yeah, uh, right. Because because right now what we're going, what we're finding, and again, here in the city, when you shut down food service and you shut down retail, you have literally millions of people out of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and yeah. so what is what is going to be here at the end? How are we as schools going to run lunch service if we have to socially distance? Mm-hmm. Um, right. What does it look like in a dormitory if you actually can't have communal spaces? Um, and the things that we have just so traditionally seen as community building, I, I'm, I love to hear that. And it's terrifying at the same time, at the same because time. what, what, what people are saying they're doing and valuing, um, in, in a couple months, we're going to have to say, well, okay, now we're back to whatever the, the new reality is. And mm-hmm. I just worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, was, I was thinking about that. And, you know, if I take your circle, Amani, and, and stretch it out a little bit further, um, you know, what are we as Americans n- going to not need now? You know, um, it made me think about like, as I was driving one day thinking, wow, there's businesses that you need and businesses that you want. And right now you're on that, you're hoping that your business is on that need side, right? You know, and kudos, not even kudos. I don't know what to say. It's, it's, it's like, how, how genius do you look right now if for 18 years you've held on to the notion that my pizza place is only going to be takeout, period? It's just going to be takeout. Everybody's like, bro, you got you to gotta expand. You got to put in like a bar, a sports bar. And now you're sitting there thinking like, see, I'm good. I'm just, good. Takeout. I'm just takeout. I'm just takeout. I mean, how many things are we going to come out on the other side of this where we, we thought we needed it and then we didn't? Mm. And it and then it never came back. And I and I do wonder about the nature of independent schools right now. Like, you know, as much as we value the institution that we all belong to, somewhere out there, some people are going. You know what? This works for my kid. You mm-hmm. know this this whole distance learning, online learning thing. This works for my kid. And you know, don't we have a K twelve? digital learning option in our school district or, um, you know, it made me think, you know, are we, how do we make sure that we stay on the side of need versus want? Yeah. Yeah. Versus a luxury. Versus a luxury. It's it's an interesting reexamination of this question about the, 
uh, about the value proposition of independent schools that we always right. come back to, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's putting that front and center. Is. So let, let's stick with kind of the observations of what we're seeing in our schools right now and some of the meaning that we're pulling from that. And Dre, I'm going to come back to you. Let's start on the academic side of things. I'm interested in hearing about three different things. You can take these in any order or take any one of these. I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on the pacing of mm-hmm. remote or virtual learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on on the rigor yep. of virtual learning. And I'm also interested in hearing about how your uh, your or our teachers are adapting to virtual yeah. learning. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the things I was giving some thought to is that in my context and my school's context, um, which again, may not be oh so different from a lot of other schools, I certainly have that cadre of teachers that around um, things like uh, ed tech are my fastest horses, right? Mm. Um, and, um, and yet, in a lot of ways, um, moving to online learning for the duration of the school year has almost created a situation where all my teachers are either first year teachers or all of them are in sort of the same space around how they really utilize, implement, manage ed tech. Um, And um, it's eliminated the choice factor um, and created a must um, and in a lot of ways, that's going to be, that's ultimately going to be good. Um, but I think that it's, it's, it's caused us as, as a leadership group to be, um, much more focused on care and feeding of the, of the teachers, um, than, um, in our, in our, in our previous, um, uh, or sort of pre COVID format. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one thing on the, on the teacher side. Um, I think the jury is going to be out for a while about is there real, is there rigor, um, in the, in the virtual, um, you know, one of the things that's foundational to everything that we do is the relationships. Um, and yes, there's certainly that connection, um, you know, over, over Zoom and Microsoft Teams and whatever other platform. Um, but are we really um, supplementing content with relationship? And are we really able to deliver deep thought and introspection and critical thinking? Um, I think the jury's going to be out um, for a little while. Um, at, least, at least that's my, in my opinion, I think the jury, jury will be out for a while. Uh, I think the pacing piece is going to be um, really challenging. Um, I think it's going to be a while for, it's going to take a while for students as well as teachers to hit their, uh, to hit their stride, um, and to figure out what pacing looks like in a, in a virtual setting. Um, especially if you are doing it in a asynchronous way. Um, so I, I think, I think those are, are pieces where, um, Luckily, everybody, parents included, are willing to give us some um, uh, some grace while we sort of you know find our find our rhythm. Um, but the but the the pacing, I, I, I wonder, is going to be 
pretty clunky, pretty clumsy for the first um, few weeks of, of, of doing this sort of e-learning, distance learning, virtual learning um, format. Um, but I do think that I, I do think that the that all of us still have strong academic programs. I think we all still have great mm-hmm. teachers. I think we prepped our teachers well to 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 move into uh, to move into this format. But um, the jury's going to be out on a couple things. Uh, but I do like the way that, as I said earlier, you know, there's opportunity in um, in in this uh, in this situation. And how are we how do we take uh, advantage of the opportunity to um, create even stronger programs, um, even stronger learning, richer learning um, when we're when we're back face to face. Monty, what are you seeing in particular on the teacher front um, in terms of how your staff or how your faculty are adapting to uh, to this new version of the work? Um, I think it's it's hard to answer that question because faculty and staff are like everybody else. They're teaching and their parents and they're caring for mm-hmm. for all of the things that are happening. So we are as diverse as everybody else. And I would say that um, not to go off on a tangent here, but we have faculty who are caring for loved ones in their home who are fighting this virus or losing people along the way in their families. And so... Um, separate from the teaching, my faculty and staff are not well universally. And so we're working on how to create and continue to create a caring community in that way. Um, The asynchronous and synchronous learning conversation is really hard. What is sustainable? And we're seeing many schools who started with all synchronous all the time and have learned that they are fatiguing in some ways, that that's Mm -hmm. not a sustainable model. And they've set a really high standard. We have programs like Global Online Academy, who have been doing this work for a long time, who are giving other recommendations, notably towards asynchronous learning. Um, And now we're back to a different debate about how much of what we're trying to deliver is content and how much of what we're trying to deliver is consistent, normal school that feels, feels familiar. So... Um, day to day, my my team is amazing and doing really, really well, and they are working harder than they ever have. How long we can maintain that and pivot through all of the iterations that we're going to need to, um, I think we're as successful as we are today, and tomorrow will be a, a <laughs> we'll whole, a whole <laughs> right. new conversation. Right. Um, right. And, and I think that's, that's just the reality of, you know, Andre's comment about the grace that people are giving. And by and large, people understand that and they want school and right. they want their child to be prepared right. um, and they want to know that they will get into the right high school or college um, when we actually don't know what the long term impact is going to be, mm-hmm. not just of their learning, but what will it look like to have um credit, no credit grades uh, mm-hmm. for a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what is that going to mean here in, in the state of New York? They have just um, elected to not have the June Regents exams. Yeah. So we are about to have a population of kids without without a test score mm-hmm. that is critical for their placement. Um, we can debate whether or not that's the right model or not, but it's we just have not going to be there. Yeah. It's yeah. just not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you add the layers of equity to all of that, um, 
we have a whole bunch of, of other conversations. So your real question is about how people are doing. Uh, and the answer is we're trying to hold all those balls yeah. in the air mm-hmm. and do what we feel is best for our kids and then realize the rules are going to change tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's stick with kind of that theme of, of, of what it really means to be a school, right? So, there's this content delivery piece and there's the preparation piece and, but there's also this community piece, right? There's also this function of our schools that I, that we've talked about really valuing, which is the relational piece, the bringing people together piece. And and that's certainly in many ways, just as important a function. Art, I'm going to come back to you on this one. What, what are you seeing in terms of our schools and their ability to, sustained community in this time where we're all remote. But you know, it's what's, what's ha ha funny, literally ha ha funny about what you just asked me is my 12 year old daughter just came in and asked me if she could go to her friend's birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I had to look her in the eye and say, no, she's like, but we, I think we've lost Mr. Hall. I think we may have lost Mr. Hall temporarily. Yeah. We're going to need to come back to him. Uh, yeah. Let's pivot real quick. And Dre, maybe you jump in on that conversation, and then we're sure. going to come back to Art and the story of his 12-year-old daughter and the birthday party. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it is it's it is going to be... Um, I think it's going to be one of the things that people, families in particular, um, both are, both will be looking for, um, you know, where is the community? Where is community? Considering we're all doing this distancing. Um, And at the same time, uh, I think it's going to be one of the things that's going to be the hardest for us. And I don't mean just how do we recreate it, but I think everybody wants to try to find a way to replicate everything, every event, every community gathering, every assembly. Um, and I just don't think that, um, that, that, that is a sustainable approach. Um, but I, I think people are doing it because they're hungry. They're hungry for that connection. Um, I think that the, the feeling of loss, um, especially for, you know, those graduating eighth graders or those graduating seniors, um, they want that ceremony, right? They want that moment. They want their, uh, they want their time to, to be in the sun and to be feted by people. Um, and on some level, I do think it's a school's responsibility to try to find a way to do that. Um, but, um, even just logistically, um, you know, it just doesn't, it's just not going to work. So how do, um, uh, how do we find a way to replicate community? It can't simply be over Zoom, but currently it's going to have to be over Zoom. Um, but I will say this. I also think that um, in, this, in the sense of sort of you know, re-recruitment um, or people really seeing some of that value proposition and why they chose independent schools, um, the way we, the lengths we go to um, to, to create and recreate that community, I do think is going to be the thing that makes people 
come back to us um, because the I effort, know, the efforts we're taking. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because I, I, I do, I do think that they know um, uh, that the world is different, um, but they're gonna. I think they're gonna be really looking for their school um, to. Uh, to, to go through some extra links to, to create that community for their, their child and or to have that ceremony that feels communal, if nothing else. Um, and I think that'll keep them in love with us. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hall, are you back, back, yeah. back in? Yeah, was it, was it, was it having some technical difficulties? Was it? Uh, you froze. Yeah, I froze. You froze up. All right, all right, I have to call Verizon. We, we've seen it from you before, it's all right. It's all right. good. It was, yeah, what I think so you, you, what, you, what, you froze, you froze at your twelve-year-old daughter in the birthday party. Yeah, but it, and it's it's maybe I she think, froze you when she came into the room. She probably like, I'll did. Show, I'll, like the show answer. You. I'll show you. <laughs> she ran down to the basement. She went <laughs> over that box. She was like, "Take that! I'll like, show you Wi-Fi. I tell you, I'll show you FiOS." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what I, what I was about to say, Dre said eloquently. I mean, it's. It's just the sense of, and she's lost it. She's yeah. lost the sense of yeah. community. She, she can't understand. She's like, I don't got the virus. My friend don't got the virus. We go into her crib. There ain't no virus over there. So right. why can't I go? And it's like, I know, baby, but you know, you you can't go because it's not just about you. It's not just about her. You have to really think large about the the society. And I think one of the things that we have done really well. Um, as, as independent schools, we do teach our kids about the global effect of actions. Mm-hmm. And I think while they might be disheartened at a decision that we have to make as a school, you know, whether it's graduation, move up day, birthday parties, at the core of the decision, I think they understand because we've had consistent conversations about when we drink water over here and we throw those bottles away, what impact does it have on the world? And so you can make that connection to, you know, when you go outside and you perceive yourself to be healthy and you don't wear a mask or gloves or properly prepare yourself, what impact does that have on your neighbor or the person who is uh, sharing the space with you? So, um, you know, it's a, it's a hard decision to make. You know, I tell you in, the, in that little flash of, of interaction, I wanted so bad to be like, yeah, you can go. Yeah, okay, we'll do this. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll put you over here with this, and we'll do this. But you just, you can't. You yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah, you just you can't. You can't. So, in the in the interest of time, because I know that all of us uh, have to move on to yet another Zoom, <laughs> Zoom meeting, <laughs> meeting. <laughs> or, or maybe it's Teams, or maybe it's Go to Meeting, or maybe right. I, I'm on. I, there was a meet. There was literally a day last week when I was on four different platforms over the course of a morning, and I just thought to myself. Hotly. Did you? But did you have the meeting about which platform we were? Going to have to <laughs> no, that was a debrief afterwards. Actually, yeah. that was yeah. a recap. <laughs> uh, so, but in the interest of the time, I want to want to move us towards the backside of our of our episode today, and I want to have us finish out with our our typical uh, start stop continue segment. Um, and for those of you who have who are unfamiliar with our podcast, we always talk about things that. Uh, that independent schools should start doing that they're not doing right now, uh, things that they are doing that they really ought to continue doing, um, and things that they are doing that they ought to stop doing. And uh, it's all about what's in the interest of serving uh, kids and families well. Um, So let's do sort of a special uh, edition of that in terms of learning that's come out of our current realities. uh, Let's go through and give a quick 
start, stop, continue, uh, give each of those things for something that you've learned over the past month or so. Start finding a cure. <laughs> let, the, let the kids back in so they can play with the chemistry and find a cure. Come on, Fauci. Come on, Fauci. Get them back in the lab. Get them back in the lab. Right. All, all the chemistry classes are open right now. Start finding the cure for this joker. So what I what I hear you saying, Mr. Hall, is that you would like this to go away. Personally and professionally, you yes. would like this yes. to go away. Get it Can you imagine that phone call with that parents like, so Mr. Hall, what I'm hearing you say, what my child do. <laughs> And expose themselves. <laughs> I love it. Uh, who's got Who's got to start, stop, continue? They want to lead off with. I'll, I'll take a to start. Oh. oh, go ahead. All right. Ahead. So, I, one of the what? What? I never thought I, I never thought I'd be a barber. Um, so the start <laughs> for me is <laughs> I'm starting to cut my own hair. Uh, which, you know, so far has gone, let's just call it okay. Uh, <laughs> just but I will, okay. I will point out, okay. I will point out my 17 year old son's delight um, in taking a, taking a, a couple of passes with the Clippers. Yeah. I think there was a little bit of uh oh yeah, this is good karma for dad uh, yeah. behind those strokes. Uh, I think on this, uh, on the stop, um, I want to. I want to stop. I'm going to stop with these lbs. I, 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 there's there's more snacking, grazing. Oh, let's try this recipe that goes on in my house that is just wrecking my waistline. Oh my uh, and on the continue, um, I, I go back to where I started. I want to continue sort of looking on the back end of this uh, and and seeing the, the opportunity in the worst of situations. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not good at it yet, but um, I, I do I do want to continue that. Yeah. Amani, you were ready with something. You want to jump in next? Yeah, I was thinking about the start and, and something I'm finding that as I write, I'm writing a lot of letters and emails right now. Right. And everything begins with a negative. I'm sorry about, I hope you are, mm. you know, the mm. words that are heavy. Uh, so one of the things I'm trying to be conscious about doing is starting with celebration and affirmation there are actually really good things that are going on and sure. we have to continue to highlight that and um, make that part of the narrative as, as well. Um, the, the stop for me is, is actually the idea that we have to make a decision right now mm. that we're going to live with for the next four weeks or six weeks. Um, the reality is this still is fluid. It's still changing. And my hope is that we can stop feeling like we have to solve all the problems uh, all at once, that we really get to a point where here's where we are today. We're communicating where we are today yeah. and understand that if we end up in a different place tomorrow, it's not because we were wishy-washy. It's not mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we That's didn't understand. It's because it actually just changed yeah. and we're making the best decisions we can at the time. And um, that is also including all of us giving just the um, assumption of goodwill to the people we're, we're working with. Yeah. Um, and then the continue for me is about trying to find ways that we bring people together when we can't be together. Mm. Um, and um, there's so many great stories out there of either new you know, videos that people are posting in terms of their good news that they're sharing or people clapping and celebrating for their emergency responders outside their window. Mm -hmm. How do we build these moments that um, 
that we share an experience, we share a moment, then we just can't physically physically be together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Art? Oh, geez. Um, I'll, I'll go with start. Start um, beginning to, well, start beginning to understand the history and purpose of what our schools mean in moments like this. Um, and I think so often we... Um, you know, we talk about the history and tradition of our schools in a way that promotes academic excellence. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But um, I think now is a time that we can all sing that kind of great refrain of um, community. And that what, that what these schools bring to us and all of the folks that belong to them is just a strong sense of community and start celebrating that. And it doesn't mean that the discussions about rigor won't go away. The discussions about what about my child won't go away. Um, but I think if we can, if we can start to just put community at the front of each of our sentences, our paragraphs, uh, maybe things, maybe maybe things go a little bit smoother for us. Uh, I think stop, Imani. You said it best. Um, you know, we got to start. And and I, I was glad to hear you say that because it really helped me understand some of the the challenges that I'm going through, we just have to stop and forgive ourselves and say, in the moment, the question is, or the answer is, it's fluid. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm glad to hear you say that because that's a reminder for me to not think that I have to sit in the meeting or I, that I can't experience frustration when I think the solution is and the solution right now is is, is fluid. Um, so yeah, yeah, stop, stop. Um, Stop being afraid of just saying that solutions fluid, period. And then continue to value health. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Absolutely. Just continue to value health. It is. I'm paying my premiums early. Oh, <laughs> man. Just, uh, you know, another season, another episode. But we could talk about this COVID and what it personally means to me. And um, some days I'm scared. Some days I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be on this side of the earth. But um I, I, I wake up with a new appreciation every day of what it means to have oxygen come into my lungs and then, um, you know, just, just keep me sustained. So, um, gentlemen, I, I, I honor you, all three of you. You know that I've valued your camaraderie, your friendship for the last 20, 21 years. And just to, to know that I'm sitting here right now um, and, you know, you guys aren't singing slow songs you guys are actually celebrating and laughing with me that 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 warms my heart so yeah indeed i'll give you a quick uh start stop continue and then close this out i think the start for me and we've all said it in different ways is to just start valuing and feeling blessed uh, about the little things in our schools and in our lives and yeah. and yep. trey you alluded to this in terms of uh, people are now like people are now seeing the value of community in our schools. And I want us to be doing that when we're not in the midst of a situation like this. Right. So mm -hmm. I think started starting to appreciate those little things. Um, continue for me is to continue the push to address issues of equity in our schools, because if there's, if there's a situation that's really highlighted in equity, um, it's something yes. like this, right? Yeah. When you go to remote yeah. learning and not everybody's got a device or internet access or those kinds of things, just causing us to think through that in the moment. Yeah. We got to continue thinking through that. And I know schools are doing more and more of that. Uh, and I, and I hope that this is actually something that pushes the pace on that. Uh, and then the stop is just, you know, we've talked, uh, with other guests on this podcast previously about, 
the additive culture of independent schools and the, the nature of these places that in which we work and call home. Um, we're always, we're always putting something new in and rarely do we take something out. And I think one of the things that this has taught me as we look at, for instance, all these end of year celebrations and how are we going to fit them in and uh, how are we going to fit them in if we get back to school for a week at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just taught me like some stuff you, you actually just have to let it go because yep. um, yeah. there are more important things there and um, student wellness and pace and the health of our faculty and staff that Amani alluded to and uh, the fact that everybody's tending to some higher concerns right now, mm-hmm. you got to let some stuff go. And yep. and I've finally seen some of that happening, right? Yep. Um, finally seen teachers who are saying, yeah, if I don't get through all that content, that's okay. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and, and I think that's promising. Uh, again, we are glad to be back uh, and and sharing some thoughts with you. Uh, if you've been following along with our series from POCC this spring, we will get back to that at some point. Um, we're going to try to get back together and maybe do another episode or two on this topic just to be timely and relevant for all of our listeners. Um, so we hope you'll tune in again soon. And uh, remember hey, Brother that- Drake, uh, uh, Brother Abe, can we get a... Uh- a, a cocktail playlist as well. Could we get like on our on our social media feed? Can we, you know. Be on the lookout for that right. because we know right. one of the things that's sustaining us right now is our playlist. Uh, and so we make an opportunity or our cocktail menu or both our playlist and our cocktail menu. We may take we may take an opportunity to share some of those thoughts with you and have you more importantly have you share with us. That's right. I'm taking bitters to a whole nother level. Uh, remember to check us out on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you find your podcast uh, content. Uh, make sure that you listen, make sure that you comment, and always make sure that you like us a lot. A lot. We will be back with you soon. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Stay healthy, stay well. <laughs>